What's happening, everybody? On today's show, we are recapping day one of SEC Media Days from Atlanta as we saw Lane Kiffin, Brian Kelly, and Eli Drinkwitz at the podium. Guest-wise, we'll catch up with LSU wide receiver Jack Besh and Ole Miss offensive lineman Nick Broker will stop by to talk football and his cooking skills. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into a Locked On SEC from Atlanta. It's great to have you guys along. We'd also like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at lockedonsec.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. What a catch. Around the conference. And we start. At the podium this morning as SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey addressed the media and one of the big topics of the day, Oklahoma and Texas. When are they getting here? Of course, with conference realignment being that also important topic that everybody wants to talk about, Greg Sankey revealed it is not his decision to decide if UT and OU will join the SEC prior to 2025. He said, that's not up to me. That's about the relationship between Texas and Oklahoma and the Big 12. The two schools will be eligible to join the SEC July 1st, 2025. Part of that, could they come to some kind of buyout agreement with uh, the TV rights and all that? We will see at Big 12 media days a week ago. Brett Yormark, their commissioner, did not rule out an early exit there. So feeling more and more like this thing may happen sooner than 2025, just don't know when. Sankey also shared his message to SEC coaches from the spring meetings in Destin. He said it's never going to be the same, but it doesn't have to be the way that it is. What is needed right now when it comes to NILs and things like that is collaboration, deep thinking about real-world solutions and everyone participating in the conversation. Uh, as far as further expansion goes, Greg Sankey said there's no sense of urgency in our league, no panic in reaction to Others' decisions, meaning USC and UCLA moving to the Big Ten, he said, we know who we are, we are confident in our collective strength, and we are uniquely positioned to continue to provide remarkable experiences educationally and athletically to student-athletes. In other SEC news, Brian Kelly, he spoke with the media for the first time as the LSU head coach, and he says he's feeling more and more comfortable in the role as LSU's new head coach in the SEC. He said, I think fit is about the ability to run a program at the highest level. I've done it for 32 years. I've had success at Notre Dame, Cincinnati, Central Michigan, developing players, player development. Those are the most important things. I don't think that needs to be geographical in a sense. I've gotten to love where I'm at in Baton Rouge. I love the people, they love football, they love family, they love food, and that fits me really well. Brian Kelly also singled out uh, Joe Fouché and Greg Brooks coming over from Arkansas, said they have been outstanding additions to our program. He said it's just two Louisiana kids that wanted to play at LSU, and they have been great additions. Meanwhile, Lane Kiffin speaking with the media as the Ole Miss head coach, and 
Lane obviously had one of the most iconic moments in college football this past year as fans threw trash at him, including a mustard bottle. And so, of course, a fan at SEC Media Days had to get Lane to sign his mustard bottle. <laughs> Lane talked about it at the podium. He said, yeah, I did sign a mustard bottle. That was the first guy to come up, which I think he had an Alabama shirt on, so I was a little confused. But, yes, I've signed a lot of mustard bottles and golf balls and all that kind of stuff. Kiffin was also asked, about what he's learned about NIL in the year since it was implemented. He said, how do you do well at that? You have really good boosters. That's how you do well at it. I'll say what other people don't say, as you know, it's like a payroll. In baseball, what teams win over a long period of time? Teams that have high payrolls and can pay players a lot. We're in a situation not any different than that. I'm sure other people have said it. I said it from day one. You legalize cheating, so get ready for the people that have the most money to get the pl best players. And now you have that. So Lane Kiffin never shy away, uh, never shies away from making a uh, controversial comment or two. And lastly, Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz, he hit the podium and uh, said he's focused on his season and trying to turn this thing around with the Missouri Tigers, have a better year. But obviously, realignment talk has come, uh, popped up surrounding Missouri. And there's been some speculation that maybe uh, Missouri could consider leaving the SEC and jump into the Big Ten. At SEC Media Days Monday, Drinkwitz was asked about the Tigers potentially leaving. He dismissed the question, joking, no one has asked him about being traded to the Big Ten. So there you have it. That is uh, the latest going on here from SEC Media Days and the latest from all the coaches here at Media Days. When we return, we're going to talk with LSU wide receiver Jack Besh. That is coming your way next right here on Locked on SEC. Thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. And listen, as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs is making it easier for you to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach a network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. You add your job, add the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. It is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, continuing on from SEC Media Days, and always fun to catch up with an LSU Tiger, a guy who uh, caught a lot of balls last year for him, hoping to catch more balls this year. He is wide receiver Jack Best joining us now. Jack, what's going on, man? Not much, just enjoying the experience. Uh, outstanding freshman year, 43 catches, 489 yards, few touchdowns. Uh, I, I mean, this happens for everybody who goes off as a freshman, but it's like, how are you able to settle into the SEC and be so productive as a true freshman? Um, for me, football is football. It's just a game at the end of the day. Um, obviously, the guys in the SEC West are, some, are the best football players in college football. I mean, if you were to get the average, um, you know, any team day in, day out can beat anybody in the SEC. Um, but just being, I don't know, just – not overthinking things, you know, kind of just then things come and then things flow. Um, you know, a lot of the things I do 
um, are kind of more. I don't get pressed as much, so I have room to work. I like getting pressed. Um, you know, I like doing move different uh, releases and stuff like that. But no, just being able to like have open space, being in the slot, um, and finding the open space, which I feel is one of my strong suits. Um, I've always been good at like you know finding that the open field. So you are you're one of those rare hybrid players play tight end back to wide receiver what to you is the biggest difference in shifting positions because i mean it seems like your best serve coming out of that slot and you could do that as a tight end or wide receiver so what's the biggest difference in playing this position versus that uh the one main biggest difference is just the blocking aspect how tight end you blocked within the line of scrimmage dns and receiver you're blocking linebackers safeties cornerbacks and which would you rather block <laughs> linebackers, safeties, and cornerbacks. Because you're like, those guys are way bigger than me. Don't put me out there with them. Uh, what do you like most so far about this new coaching staff? You get a new OC in Mike Denbrock. What do you like about the new guys? So much. Um, I can go on for days of what I love about them. Um, just their different, their different philosophies, um, the way they act and engage around us, the way they do different things. Um, if they say they're going to do something, they do it. Um, and, and everything is real blatant. You know, everything is done with purpose. Um, it's just a whole bunch of things. Do you get uh, all these LSU people? Well, a lot of people are my age or older that are in the media. Has anybody accidentally called you Blaine Besh? Um, I'm, I'm way better looking than him, <laughs> so they can't. They would be wrong for calling me Blaine. <laughs> uh, you go from player for Coach O to Coach Kelly, two very different style of coaches. Um, but like I said, I asked you kind of about Denbrock, but what do you like most about Coach Brian Kelly? Because, man, he, he seems like a straight shooter, but also extremely likable, a man about business. But he's, you, know, you feel like he's going to get the job done, right? <laughs> he, yeah, he's like, how do I explain it? It's like, like you said, um, He's very straightforward, but a likable straightforward. Some people are like, you know, like they, they say things and they don't ask of it. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and it can kind of come off as like, I don't know the word, it kind of come <laughs> off as like demanding. Yeah, yeah. And obviously every head coach and every coach has to demand out of his players. Um, and when there's time to do it, he does. But he's also very good about, you know, just interacting with us and, and being able to ask us to do different things. Um you know, and obviously he has all control, complete and utter control, um, being our head coach. But he just knows how to interact with us in a very well way, very you, good way. You guys were able to get Kayshawn Boutte to stick around play another season. There were some rumblings. Maybe he was going to look at the portal and all this, but you guys are able to get him back. Jerry Jenkins is back for a senior year. And then you get this big crop of talented sophomores like you, Malik right. Neighbors, Brian Thomas, Chris Hilton. Uh, what would you see out of some of those guys in the spring? Everybody, especially with Coach Hank, everybody's elevating. Um, everybody's getting bigger, stronger, faster. Everybody's knowing the game more and through the in and outs of it, the nuances of the game, um, the little things that really matter, that really separate you at the college level. Everybody's big, strong, fast. Um, but it's the little things that Coach Hank has been teaching us um, that everybody's really clicking and getting along to. Nobody in our room is average, not even close to it. Um, we everybody's a beast and animal in our room, um, which just builds a sense of a uh, sense of competitiveness. Um, and the best teams in the NFL, college ball, whatever it may be, have a lot of depth, which then in turn means that there's a lot of competitiveness and there's a lot of like competition. I heard. Uh, I mean, we didn't even touch on Cortez Hankton coming over from Georgia, but a Louisiana guy back mm-hmm. in Louisiana. I, I guess it means a lot for him to be back in coaching. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, 
you do have a quarterback competition going on. Uh, I want to ask you, who's the starter? But yeah. what did you see out of Jaden Daniels coming in the sprint, coming over from Arizona State? Definitely a dual threat. Can roll very fast, very quick. Um, if, the, if the pocket collapses, he's very good at getting loose. Um, he also has a, a sneaky strong arm, though. Um, you were able to play a little bit with Garrett Nussmeyer. Obviously, we know what Miles Brennan can do when he's healthy. What, what did you see out of those guys? Uh, yeah, Miles Brennan, definitely a pocket passer. Um, likes delivering strikes, um, you know, just sitting in the pocket. He's very good at reading defenses. Um, has a lot of experience, you know. He was behind Joe Burrow, one of the best to do it in college football. Um, but at the same time, Garrett Nussmeyer is kind of like a mix of Jaden and, and, and Miles. Um, pocket passer. But if the pocket escapes, he can definitely get out and, and make the play. Um, then you have Walker Howard, who is the young buck coming in. Um, Your high school teammate. Yeah, my high school teammate. Um, he's been evolving and growing every practice, workout session. Um, you know, he's been deep diving into film and just learning the speed of the game, do different you, things like that. Do you give him a little crap now that you're, like, big man on camp? Like, you've been here a year and he's just getting there. Can you, like, kind of, like, <laughs> haze him a little bit? Um, not really. That's one of my best <laughs> friends. But uh, no, so I definitely do give that. Him, I definitely give him a little bit of something every now and then. <laughs> uh, what, real quick though, on these quarterbacks. I mean, Miles has been there around a while. Nuss was there, but you were playing with Max Johnson a year ago, and you developed some chemistry with mm -hmm. him. So, uh, what's the challenge here in creating that chemistry with these guys? Um, it takes time, and we've spent a lot of time together. You know, perfecting our craft throughout the spring, spring ball, and then throughout the summer. Uh, we're going to keep doing it during the fall, so whenever the season rolls around, we're going to be ready to go. Give me a, just an overall takeaway, what, what you came away with from the spring, because, man, that bowl game was, was brutal, where barely any of you guys were available. Yeah. I was there in Houston, and it was rough to watch, but uh, it had to feel good to get all everybody back together in the spring. But overall takeaway from what you saw in the spring? Um, that we have a lot of talent in this team, and, and we have a lot of really good coaches. Um, so, you know, that really, for me, goes to say that the sky's the limit for what we can do once we really all get on the same page and start connecting, um, you know, which I think is really going to happen during fall camp. I saw you had a couple of NIL deals, but what's uh, Jack Besh? When you're not playing football, what are you doing? Um, I have a dog, so hanging out with him, playing video games, <laughs> uh, watching movies uh, on Netflix, like TV series. Um, and hanging out with my friends. What's, know, the, la what's the last thing you watch streaming? Stranger Things. Okay. My favorite TV show of all time. I didn't like it at first, and then my wife and I got back into it. We really, we fell in love with it. Yeah. yeah, 100%. You know we're in Atlanta here. Like, they've, a lot of the filming locations are around here. Really? Yeah, like the lab is like 10 minutes from here. Really? Yeah. I think you should, guys should go make a detour and go check it out. That would be sick. Are you talking about like the lab where all the monsters are from? That would yeah, be yeah. Like dope. It, it's a, it's it's one of the small it's it's one of the college campuses here. I mean, it's it doesn't look like that on the inside, but the outside is is that. Yeah, that's <laughs> sick. I would love to go check that out. I think it just blew your mind. Like all the neighborhoods and all that, they're all like twenty minutes from downtown Atlanta. Really? Yeah. So Hawkins <laughs> is in Atlanta. Most of the most of the shooting locations, yeah, we're around here. Wow, I would I. <laughs> Now you're going to get me in trouble because I'm not going to stop aggravating Coach Kelly to bring me to the Stranger yeah, Things site. I was going to say tell Michael Bonnet, but go go above him. Go to Coach Kelly and say, Coach, we've got to make a detour. We've got to go see those <laughs> filming locations of Stranger Things. And he's going to go, what is a Stranger Thing? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> he definitely would. That's funny. <laughs> he is Jack Best. Jack, best of luck this season, man. Thank and, you uh, so Thanks much. so much for taking some time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good one.
Need to remind you about our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, scores. They've got all the uh, off-season stuff for college football, Heisman odds, odds to win the college football playoff. All of that is up there for you. At Bet Online, they remain your number one spot, best spot for uh, fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including boxing, golf, MMA, and of course, college football. Head on over to their website today. You can do so on your mobile device. Learn all about the trends and action going on in sports. It is Bet Online. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most starting July 18th? Lockdown gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at BetOnline, available July 18th on Lockdown NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. We're along here, Lockdown SEC, and catching up with different players from all across the conference. And now we head out to Oxford, Mississippi, and catch up with Nick Broker, offensive lineman for the Ole Miss Rebels. How was your offseason, man? You've been busy. Oh, yeah. It's been very busy, but uh, it's been a really good offseason so far. I think it's been uh, very productive. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, you, you played some left tackle. You played left guard. Have you kind of settled in on is it going to be that guard spot, still a chance to play tackle, or are you just going to play wherever they ask you to play? I mean, definitely I'll play wherever they ask me. I think right now I think guard's kind of the spot. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely still keeping the tackle you know, abilities with me, so I'll, I'll just play wherever's needed. It, uh, last season um, – a lot of new pieces from last season to this season, particularly through the transfer portal. It, has it been hard kind of getting to know so many of those new guys throughout the spring? A little bit, but I think, you know, as a staff, they've done a really great job of bringing in good people um, as well as really great players, which has been really cool to see. You know, everybody's really easy to talk to, and, you know, they've really bought in with, you know, what some of us that have been here have already done. Let's talk a little bit about the quarterback battle because that's what everybody wants to talk about. Uh, I won't ask you who has the upper hand or that sort of thing, but just what did you see out of Jackson and Luke in the spring? Yeah, you know, I both thought they did a really good job, you know, competed well, but competed the right way. You know, they helped each other still through it out and really just got each other better. So, you know, from an older guy looking at that, you know, that's really cool to see. And, and look, Luke got in in the, uh, in the Sugar Bowl and Matt went down, and it would have been easy to just say he's the guy, but you got to respect the coaching staff saying, look, let's make this a competition. They go get Jackson, who obviously has a lot of skins on the wall from USC, and may the best man win. I mean, that, that makes everybody better, right? Yeah, no doubt. You know, they're definitely both gotten better so far, and they're continuing to both get better, and, you know, so are the receivers, so are the running backs, and so are we as an offensive line, so it's been really fun to see. You mentioned the running backs, a few new faces. There's Zach Evans from TCU, Ulysses Bentley from uh, SMU. What have you seen from the, those running backs so far? Yeah, you know, they've both done a really great job. You know, obviously they can really carry the rock and hit some of those big, you know, home run plays, but they've done a really good job in pass pro of, you know, understanding their reads and the concepts and, you know, picking up the right backers and everything. So from, from that standpoint, it's been really fun. Everybody always talks about, you know, it's the Lane Kiffin offense and high flying. We're going to score a ton of points, but it's like the underrated aspect of Ole Miss the last few years has been the run game has been so good from Jaron Ely and Snoop Connor, and then you get these guys coming in. It, it really is like it's not talked about enough how well the running backs perform in this offense. Yeah, definitely. I think you know, I think we might have led the uh, SEC in you know yards per carry last year, which is a really cool statistic for us. And you know a lot of that goes to the running backs. A lot of that goes to us. You know, coaches. You know, it's a really you know from an offensive standpoint, it's really everybody's involved in the run game. You know, receivers got to hold their blocks as well and 
quarterback's got to make the right read and running back's got to read our block. So, you know, uh, if you can run, if you can uh, run the ball in this league, I think it gives you a good uh, good uh, chance to win. And you know, I think that's what happened for us last year. You take pride in that, right? As a guard, saying, "Hell yeah, we we let him in uh, yards per carry." <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I think that's a big thing for any offensive line, especially ours. Is you know, we want to you know lead the league in uh, rushing per carry. Coach Charlie Weiss coming in to run the offense under Lane. What do you like about this offense? How similar is it to last season and, you know, some new wrinkles? What's what's it look like? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some slight tweaks. I think that's how it is with any offense. Um, but I think Coach Weiss has done a really great job. You know, he's really gotten to know us well, but also, you know, coached us really hard and coached us really well and called, you know, I thought in the spring he called a really good uh, set of plays and everything. You know, he coached really well, so it's been really fun to have him. Uh, I saw you're from Illinois. Uh, what's the best food from up there that you miss being down in the south? Definitely Chicago deep dish pizza. Really? Oh, yeah. So what's, like, is there a specific topping you go for or just whatever? Uh, with deep dish, I always put sausage on it. Okay. Pepperoni and sausage or just sausage? Sometimes. Sometimes I'll do that. Extra Most, cheese? Normally not extra cheese on the deep dish for me, honestly. Okay. It's, it's normally already It's already enough. <laughs> yeah, it's already enough. Are you a folder? Do you fold any? I, I do not, uh-uh. Okay. But you don't do fork and knife, right? Mm-mm. Okay. Because that's a big no-no. Mm-mm. You can't you eat can't pizza with a fork no, and a uh-uh. knife. <laughs> uh-uh. Do you have a favorite food since you've been playing down in the South? Like favorite restaurant? Well, restaurant? like, I, okay. So Coach O used to always talk about back in the day when he coached at Ole Miss, you'd stop at a grocery store or a gas station and you get chicken on, on a stick, stick, right? It's awesome. <laughs> it's like super, like you would never expect it. But like even the gas stations, like you can get breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's unbelievable. <laughs> It's like one stop. You can get gas, get a drink, and some, and some breakfast. Now, I was doing some research on you, and I was going through some Ole Miss videos from last year. They had you mic'd up for a little series they did, and they had you in the kitchen cooking. Are you a good cook? Yeah, definitely. I think that's one of my skills I've really acquired in college. So, like, what, are you Emeril Lagasse? Like, what are you doing there? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't cook anything. I mean, super, super extravagant. You know, I, I kind of just try to stick the basics and make those, you know, trying to perfect those and make those really good. But I do really like to cook. I try to cook as often as I can. Yeah, I, sh- I saw you showed your roommates. You cooked and you put it on a plate and you served it to them. And one of them actually, one of them said, okay, that actually does look pretty good. So I think that's a pretty good compliment. Yeah, if that's a very say. fair compliment. I was like, you know, <laughs> working on like stuffed chicken breast and they're like, oh, that looks okay. I was like, okay, <laughs> what did you make today? <laughs> There's no tougher critics than the, than the guys around you. I did like the comment, though. You said your goal was to not burn the house down, and it looks like you were pretty good there. Yeah, definitely. We definitely succeeded <laughs> with that goal. <laughs> Nick Broker, offensive lineman for the uh, uh, Ole Miss Rebels. You're a senior now. I mean, this is this is your last go of it. How much – I mean, you want them to have a, a special season, right, and kind of go on on top and say you left it all out there, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, like you said, it's the last year, so definitely trying to cherish all of it, you know, every day because it's kind of winding down but uh like you said you know i hope it's a really special year for not just myself but the rest of the team as well just give us a little peek behind the curtain now you know saturday you guys play so physical throughout the sec it's physical week in and week out but like what's a sunday like for you how what's the recovery period like uh for me i normally wake up and go straight to the training room get whatever trainings treatments needed and then i always like to work out on sundays as well because for me i feel like it kind of gets rid of some of the lactic acid and Sometimes, too, if you're sore in a place you didn't think you'd be sore, you can kind of find out by working out as well, try to run a little bit, and then always get a massage. What, uh, when you're not playing football, what is Nick Broker doing in his downtime? Are you a video game guy, Netflix? What are you doing? A little bit of everything. I really like to golf, uh, okay. play video games, and watch movies. What's the strength on golf? Short game, driving? 
Uh, for me right now, it's been my iron play lately. Okay. Um, so I feel like that's something I've really been working on too, though, just with my free time. Whenever I get free time, I like to hit the driving range. So. But still the occasional drive off to the, off to the side? Oh, yeah. No, it, it, might, it might hook right a little bit. <laughs> but I can figure myself out of some of the, most of the situations at least. All right, you mentioned net- Netflix. What's the last thing you, you watch streaming, HBO, Netflix, whatever? I'm trying to think of the last show I really watched all the way through. Or movie. I'm more of a movie guy, okay. personally. Documentaries? Sometimes. Okay. Uh, more of a movie guy, though, personally. Trying to find good shows to watch, though. I think we, I forget who it was. Maybe it was a Jalen Catalan. One of them told us they watched the Liam Neeson movie nonstop or something. They said it was just like every other Liam Neeson movie. I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, but they're all very similar in a lot of aspects. <laughs> he is an action star in his own right. Nick Broker coming to Saturday Football Fields very soon out there for the Ole Miss Rebels. Nick, thanks so much for the time. I really yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. It's on for having me. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. My thanks again to Nick Broker and Jack Besh. We'll have plenty more coverage from SEC Media Days tomorrow, including more one-on-one interviews with players, some coaches, and much, much more. Locked on SEC, thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Check out some of our other great Locked on podcasts like Locked on Ole Miss, Locked on Bama, Locked on Vols. Plenty of things to choose from. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow right here from SEC Media Days in Atlanta.